Hey, my name is Kelsey, and this is When I Grow Up, a podcast all about the lessons we would tell our younger selves, plus the stories of everyday people in their extraordinary lives. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you get inspired and ready to take on the world. Whether you're starting a business, growing your empire, or seeking inspiration, I welcome you to the podcast. So pour a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and get ready for today's episode of When I Grow Up. Okay, you guys, this episode is going to be a little different. This episode is going to be about social media and how it pertains to business and kind of the reaction to a day-long shutdown that a lot of us experienced with Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. So if you're somebody who uses social media, if you have a business, this one is going to be for you. Okay, before we dive in, just a few housekeeping things. I've had this podcast for a while now, and I absolutely love it. I love and so appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to listen and hang out. And I just want to pause and ask you for a really big favor. If you haven't yet, could you go to iTunes and leave a review? It would mean the world to me, and it would help the podcast reach more people. It would allow me to have more awesome guests on the show. I love selfishly having solo episodes where I share my opinions, my advice, and actionable items for you guys, but I also love interviewing interesting people. So it would mean the world if you just take a sec, hit pause, go write that review, go leave some stars. It would mean the world, and I would so appreciate that. Okay, without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. I've kind of deemed it the social dilemma conversation because I think this is a really nuanced conversation that we get to have, right? Social media is an amazing tool. It allows for us to basically have a free online portfolio of the work that we do. It allows us to connect with people, people we may not otherwise know. It also allows us to sell stuff, sell services, sell product. It's an amazing tool, but it also can be a huge time suck and a distraction from your business. So I kind of want to talk through that today. And I want to talk through what it meant for a whole day of shutdown with those platforms, especially if you're the business owner who all of your eggs are in that one basket. Okay. Sound interesting? Sound relevant? Okay. Let's dive in. First off, when we're talking about social media and the shutdown, I want you to mentally kind of pretend if Facebook, Instagram, those platforms just went away today would your business survive? And I think it's important to think about that because oftentimes we like the shiny new toy. We see what is working for other people and we assume we just have to be doing the same thing. And while there is some truth to that, if all of your eggs are in one basket and you have no other way for your business to grow or reach people, then that puts you in a really vulnerable position because at the end of the day, Facebook, Instagram, all those platforms are also businesses, and it's not guaranteed they'll be there tomorrow. So the first thing I want you to think about going into this conversation today is, are you vulnerable in that way? Are all of your eggs in that one basket? And if so, let's start to think about what are some other ways we can connect with our audience, whether we're talking to current customers, we are inspiring other people who are in our industry, or we're trying to reach new people. What are some other ways we could connect with them? Maybe that's a podcast like this. Maybe that is a blog. Maybe it's an email list. Maybe you're snail mail writing postcards and sending them to people. You know, start to get in this creative mindset of other ways for connection. I think that'll be a really important thing to do moving forward for a lot of reasons, but especially with the shutdown that happened, I think it's extremely important to at least think about other ways you would connect with people. 
Okay, that was just kind of like a preview thought. I want to dive into point number one, which is this. Are your intentions with social social media, are you in a place where you are wanting to serve your current clients well and you're using it as a tool to do that? Or are you trying to attract new clients? And here's why I bring up that point. Maybe you're in a position where you provide a service. You are a solopreneur. So it's you, you're a one woman, one man show. Could you take on new clients? Because if your books are totally full and you are positioning your social media to attract new people and that's your main goal, that might actually be a huge time suck for you that doesn't have a lot of payoff because you don't have the systems or the capacity to handle more clients. So maybe instead of doing that with social media, maybe your time would be better spent pumping the brakes a little bit and creating some better systems in your business so you can attract new clients. Or maybe you need to revisit how you're taking care of your current clients. And a really simple way of auditing that is this. Look at how many people are rebooking or rebuying from you. You know, it's so much easier to have someone be a repeat customer because they already know you, they like you, they trust you, they know your product or service is great. It's so much easier to have them come back than it is to have um, someone you've never met before who has no connection to you to take action because that's a big leap. So ask yourself this, what are you doing to take care of your current customers? Are there some room, you know, some area, some room for improvement there? And do you have the capacity for new people? Because how horrible would it be for you to have this killer Instagram? Say you are a photographer and you're sharing your photos and someone reaches out, they love your stuff and you're booked for like a year solid. Well, what what good was that Instagram post then, right? If your intention is to attract new people, but you don't have space for them, what are you doing? So there has to be a delicate balance there. And truthfully in business, you have to be attending to both gardens. You can't just neglect your current people and you can't stop growing because it's naive to assume your current people will just stick around for forever. It's also naive to assume that only wowing new people is the way to go. So you have to balance both. So think about it that way. What are some things you can do to take care of both of those groups of people? And then number two is this, could your business actually handle more? I already kind of touched on it, but truly if, you know, five new people wanted to book appointments with you or buy product from you or place a custom order from you, do you have the capacity for those people? If the answer is no, stop wasting time trying to create a reel or some content for social media, because for the most part, that's going to be attracting new clients and maybe take a pause and create some better systems. Maybe that is putting together a way to track orders. So that way you're not scrambling. Maybe that's setting up some boundaries. So that way when people are direct messaging you, you're able to keep track of those conversations a little bit better. What are some systems we can implement into your business that will help you take on more people? Maybe that's hiring. And just a little, a little asterisk here. If you're at a position where you're ready to hire or outsource, you're just bursting at the seams with um, customers, clients, that's awesome. But before you jump in and hire, You have to realize the hat you wear when you are a boss of someone else is very different than the hat you wear when you are serving people or creating a product. What I mean is this, you need to create time in your schedule and systems in your business so you are fully being a boss and leading. Because if you are just messy, you don't have systems in place, you are shooting from the hip in what you're doing, if you hire someone, it's going to be really difficult for that to be a successful upgrade in your business. So ask yourself, could you handle more orders? Could you handle more clients? If the answer is no, 
work on those systems. If those systems are already in place, you're as efficient as you possibly can be. You're already, you already have that online booking system. You already are tracking orders. You already have some automations in your business. You're as automated as you can be, and it's time to outsource or hire. Start with writing out what those steps would be. So say someone lands on your Instagram, what steps do they take from the point they land on your Instagram to the point when they buy your product or book a service with you? And then the follow-up, is all of that already pre-done? Create like a workflow. That way when you do hire or outsource, you can hand off that process that you put down pen to paper. It'll be so much easier, worth your time and their time, so you can better take care of your people. Number three is this, back to the social dilemma, is are you being proactive? Or are you being reactive? We've all been there. We've all heard and are aware that the algorithm encourages people to engage, right? So a lot of content that we see, whether we're a consumer or not, you are on the platform. So what you see and what you engage with and what entices you to look further can be distracting sometimes. So instead of looking at reels and seeing what's going viral, Take a step back and actually be intentional with the stuff you're posting. Walk people through a journey. Assume that every person who sees a piece of content isn't going to see every single thing that you post and share and like and all of that. So they need to stand on their own. They need to have a call to action of some sort. Sometimes that's going to be asking a question you want your audience to answer. Sometimes that will be asking them to like or share. Sometimes it will be asking them to direct message you. There's so many different ways to ask your audience to take action. And I encourage you to have that in every single post, whether it is on your page or a story or whatever you're using. I can encourage you to do that. And also back to the proactive versus reactive piece. If you're just shooting from the hip, if you're just creating fresh content every single day and then posting it, If you zoom out the lens of your social media account, what's the overall goal? You know, if you have an event coming up, if you have a sale coming up, the idea that you can just post one and done and that will work is wrong because people need some time to think about it. They need to get excited about it. They may not see that post. So if you have those big events, if you have a sale, that is a great opportunity to actually map out a social media plan that extends beyond just one day. I encourage you to look at a couple days, if not a couple weeks, to map that out. And as we are approaching fall and Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, that's a great time to really include that into your social media strategy. Also, maybe the proactive versus reactive piece, maybe you're getting a little distracted and comparing yourself to other people out there. There's that fine line of finding inspiration and using other people's ideas as a springboard for your own, but maybe you need to set a timer or some kind of rule for yourself where you're not just getting sucked into social media. Because here's the thing, your time is much better spent building relationships and continuing to serve your existing audience than it is to go, you know, try to get viral. Unless that's your goal. If you want to be an influencer and that is your business goal, that's fine. But that's very different than getting people to buy product or book services. So come at it from that lens. Your stuff doesn't need to go viral. You don't need to win the popularity contest. You just need people to land on your page, like what they see, and take action. And that's a very different intention than having something get a lot of views on it. So take that pressure off of yourself. Okay, number four is this. It ties into what I was just talking about, but here's the thing. Likes and action are two different things. 
just because you have X number of people liking your stuff, leaving comments, hyping you up, that doesn't measure the success of your business. There are months where I've taken months off of social media completely and I was still able to book clients and I wasn't posting any new content at all. Why did that work? It's because my social media stood on its own feet. People understood what I offered. They understood how to take action and then they did on their own. So it's not always about getting the most amount of quote unquote engagement as it is just being really intentional with what you're sharing and really thinking about what is the end goal here. The end goal isn't for people to follow you and like you. The end goal is for them to book an appointment or buy product, right? So if that's the end goal, success isn't happening on the platform. Success is happening when they give you their credit card information, basically. So that is the information we should be paying attention to, not oh, this post got 40 likes. Oh, this post got five. I must need to post something different. It's not working. Think of it as a big picture piece of your business. Social media isn't about just striking the right timing and the right reel and the right music. No, it's more about how do people actually convert? So how do they leave Instagram? How do they leave Facebook and actually take action with your business? That's the goal. So take that pressure off yourself. I I used to obsess over how many views am I getting, how many likes and all of that stuff. And it's just a losing game because unless your goal is to be an influencer, and again, I categorize that as a different business than being a seller of product or service as a different thing because you're selling yourself, then it was just putting way too much pressure on myself because the algorithm changes. Sometimes you post at a better time of day. Sometimes your posts just get engagement because they ask a question right on the post. There's so many reasons that could lead to people taking action just on the platform versus actually buying and booking that stop obsessing with those numbers and start focusing on serving your existing people. I know it doesn't sound as exciting, but it is. It's amazing what a direct message can do. You know, how do you how do you treat new people who follow your account? Do you have a place for people to give their email address to you so you can notify them of new sales and products and services that you're offering? If you're not doing those things, stop focusing on getting viral on social media. Because at the end of the day, Instagram owns that. Facebook owns that. You don't own that. So if you don't have another way to connect with those people, what are you going to do if something happens again where it's down for a day or a week or it's gone permanently? We need to start thinking more proactively that way. So stop the comparison game, stop the popularity contest, and start working on serving and getting people to actually engage with your business outside of the platform. I promise it is worthwhile and it will help you in the long run in your business. Point number five is this. Are you excited to be on the platform you're on? Are you having fun? Can people feel that? Because I hear so often, and this whole conversation today kind of stems from one I had with my group in Grow Academy recently, but if you're not excited about being on the platform, if you're not excited about, you know, educating other people in your industry, don't do it. Stop and really, really think about what fires you up. What is something you're very passionate about? What are you excited to share with people? When you go to create a video or write a caption or whatever piece of content, you know, um, record a podcast. What is exciting to you? What is something you could talk about for hours on end? No problem. That's the type of content you should be sharing. If you are hopping on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, just because everyone else is doing it, people will tell people can tell. 
And all those platforms have different different goals and different audiences for a reason. So before you feel obligated to be on all of them, take time to really think about what am I excited about sharing and is my audience on this platform, yes or no? Because the truth is maybe they're not. You know, Facebook is interesting because for some people, it's a great tool for business. If you are a maker, if you are doing a lot of farmer's markets, you're selling product, you can actually sell your product right from Facebook and that's awesome. But for other people, Instagram might be a better place to be. Or even LinkedIn, if you are a business consultant, if you are a accountant or a financial advisor, maybe your audience is actually on LinkedIn. So take the time, take a step back and actually have intention. It'll take the pressure off of having to do what's quote unquote viral and popular and instead being intentional and using the platforms that are best suited for your business and what you have to offer people. So keep that in mind. All in all, I just think that it was kind of a gift to have a day off of social media. I think it's very easy to get sucked in. It's very easy to compare and get stuck in the comparison game. And I think it was a nice reminder that it doesn't matter how many likes you get or comments you get or followers or unfollowers or drama that happens on social media. It's a small piece of a big puzzle of your business, and it can't be the place that's taking up all the time in your business. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have the systems for new customers, if your current customers aren't coming back because they're frustrated with XYZ in your business, those are better areas to focus on improving than finding the perfect way to go viral. And if your goal is to inspire other people in your industry, if you're fired up about educating people, if you if you like creating videos and that excites you, then maybe start to shift your intention on social media to reaching those people. And I encourage you to stop and think about that for a sec because that's actually a different business, right? So an example might be if you are a photographer and you love educating other photographers, you love giving photography tips, you maybe you're creating a YouTube channel for it. That's a completely different business than it is to book shoots with clients, right? So if that's what you're using your social media for, maybe you need to have a page on your website just for education and inspiration for other photographers. That is different. That has a different goal. And so it takes the pressure off. Maybe you love educating so much that down the road, you don't want to do photography anymore. You just want to educate other photographers. That's amazing. But you can't be seeking out photography sessions all the time if that doesn't align with your big goal. So I think what I'm trying to say is this. Really get clear on your big goal. Really see how social media can fit into that puzzle of your business and your idea. And really ask yourself, what are you excited about creating? And do that. Stop trying to copy other people. Stop feeling quote unquote obligated. Stop feeling like, well, I have to show up. I have to show my face. This is what works. Really ask yourself, is it working or are you just getting people who like your stuff? Because if they are liking your stuff and they're not buying, it's not working. So really, really take some time to map that out and think about it. And some permission to not have to perform all the time if it's not working in your business or your time is better suited elsewhere. Elsewhere. Last point is this. If you're a product, if you create something that's on Etsy, if it's a physical product that people can buy, customs, um, in-person, um, whatever. Whatever product it is, it's physical and you can mail it to people. 
social media is great because you can send stuff everywhere. If you have the automations in the system set up to where you can ship to China, if you can ship to Australia, if you can ship to Texas, awesome. Social media is a great tool. It gets you a wider reach. Make sure your content's pushing people to buy that product. But if you're a service and you are local, people have to come to you to redeem the service that they booked. Don't worry about going viral because you don't need to. Don't not put anything out there because it's free, but take that pressure off. You're not the same as somebody who has an Etsy shop and is TikTok famous. It's a different skill. It's a different intention. Lean into that. You may, way, you may be better served putting together an email list, thanking your current clients, reminding them to book because the holidays are coming up and it's a busy time. That email may be way more powerful than anything you post on Instagram. And that's okay. Just be clear about what your goal is and what is going to best help your business convert people. We want people to convert. We're not here to gain this popularity stamp. We're not here to outperform our analytics from last last month and get more likes and follows. That stuff doesn't matter if people aren't buying, if you're a business. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope I hope this was a little bit of tough love, but I also hope it gave you some permission to have a more relaxed relationship with social media and also start to think about what are some other fun ways you can connect with your people. You know, a thank you goes a long way. Referrals go a long way. What are some other kind of um, cousin or related but not exactly the same businesses that you can connect with who could refer you? Maybe it's partnering with a neighboring hair salon. Maybe it's partnering with the local coffee shop. What are some things you can do to kind of cross promote? Maybe that's going to go way further than putting together that perfect piece of content. I hope this gave you guys some inspiration. I hope you're excited about this opportunity to use social media more intentionally and maybe even a little less because at the end of the day, we only have so many hours in a day and it's important for you to know how to balance all the things Really be intentional with your time and your business and take care of yourself too. So have a great rest of the week, you guys. I'm so thankful you're here. Thank you for your support all along. And I hope that this gives you some tips to hang up and take action on in your business. Thanks. And that's a wrap. Thank you for hanging out on this week's episode of When I Grow Up with your host, Kelsey, aka me. As always, I love what I do and it's because of you. Be sure to check out the website, kelseymarieknutson.com slash podcast for today's show notes. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's all for now. Catch you next time on When I Grow Up.